Hello, and thank you for joining us for today's sermon. I'd like to start by telling you a short story of a Christmas in 1961. It was a Christmas when a young family was on the way from Seattle to a new job on the East Coast. They were excited about the new beginning that it was offering, but it was a long drive. It was not the best time to travel with young children, as you can imagine. These kids, concerned about Santa finding them along the road. I mean, just think back to the questions you had about Santa Claus. How did he deliver all those toys? How would he know where your house was? How does he fit down the chimney? And what if you don't even have a chimney? Now imagine if you weren't even at your home. How would he find you to deliver those toys that you deserve? You were good all year, and now... He might take all of your toys to your old house. Well, needless to say, the kids were more than just a little nervous. But as the family headed into town to find a restaurant to get something to eat, what do you think those kids saw? It was none other than Santa, right there in the crosswalk. He held up his hand for the family to stop, and as they rolled down the car windows, Santa poked his head through a window and said to the children, Oh, there you are. I was wondering where I'd find you tonight. Naturally, the kids were thrilled to pieces. They made sure their parents told Santa exactly which hotel they were staying at so he could find them, and of course he did. The parents in this family had prepared. They had tucked away gifts for the trip, knowing they wouldn't have time to shop along the way. But more important to those kids than the gifts they received was the knowledge The belief that Santa knew where they were. The car top carrier and the out-of-state license plate probably was a pretty big giveaway. But whatever it was, Santa really made what was possibly a scary Christmas a great one. And one that these kids would never forget. It gave them hope and normalcy and trust that things will work out. Here we are the Sunday before Christmas and looking forward to Christmas Day. Today, I want to speak about the hope Christmas brings. The hope that these kids got from Santa Claus poking his head in and making a simple promise to them that they were not forgotten. Regardless if you're a Christian or not, there is something about this time of the year that brings hope to all. Hope for a brighter future and humankind as a whole. This is the feeling of the holidays that we all speak about. The hope that a baby in a manger brought to the world. The hope that oil lasting longer than it should have brought to a proud people. Hope that a meal brings to someone in need. And the hope that a caring action can bring to a friend or a stranger alike. Hope is as necessary as oxygen for us to breathe. Don't believe me? Ask someone who struggles with depression. Hope is what they are fighting for. God offers us hope, and it is up to us to go out and spread that hope to all. For those of us celebrating Christmas this year, this hope begins with a relationship with that baby in the manger, because that baby in a manger is no longer a baby, and he takes the pressure off performance and behavior and puts it in trust. For others, it is in a loving and generous God who has seen them through their past trials and a trust that everything will work out. For our neighbors, it may be in humanity itself. For all, though, 
It is the hope in our fellow man that we can work together and get through anything we face to create a brighter and better future. Just like that family that was traveling, chasing their brighter future, and that Santa, a stranger to that family, who brought hope to those kids and created an event that they could build that hope upon. It is up to all of us to bring hope to our neighbors and ensure that they know hope and love is there and that they can find it when it is needed. As Romans 15.4 tells us, For everything that was written in the past was written to teach us, so that through endurance and the encouragement of the scriptures we might have hope. And that's what it's all about. We can be comforted even during difficult times because of the source of our blessed hope. We have this within us, and we can ensure our neighbors do as well. And with 2020 being so stressful this year, we all need just a little hope. Hope for the new year. Hope for a better economy. Hope for our community. And yes, hope for each other. People often look to hope when the chips are down, when they have no other choice but to pray that things will turn out in their favor. This, as we've already discussed, is a passive form of hope that does nothing but make you temporarily feel better about yourself and your predicament. However, besides this, there is really nothing of value here for you. That is unless, of course, you use hope as a platform to help improve your situation. And we can all do this. Hope can be fleeting and can leave us in a worse place if nothing is done with that hope. It can even cause us to crash. However, if we, the community, are there to help nurture that hope, it will help you do anything. It will alleviate self-doubt. It will alleviate anxiety, fear, and stress by reducing the uncertainty. As a result, hope can help produce a higher level of self-confidence and self-belief that things will work out in your favor. As such, you now suddenly have more comfort and contentment, happiness, and control. Despite the adversity and turmoil you face, all this naturally encourages you to think in a more positive way, which of course typically leads to proactive action that helps you work through whatever problems you may be facing. But we can't do that alone, and that is why our communities are so important, our family, our friends, and our church make all the difference but only if we are there to help each other. Together, God has given us the ability to accomplish anything. In order to get the most from this feeling of hope, it must evolve from just being a feeling to more of a lifestyle that reflected in everything you do and everything you are. To nurture this hope, you must trust and have faith in yourself. And know that God has given you the ability to get through any challenge that life throws your way. Moreover, it means that you are part of a community that will stop at nothing to help you, to build you up, and that you will do anything to build them up as well. That is why Christmas and the entire holiday season is not something that you should celebrate alone. It is something that we celebrate as a community. We give gifts not to give and get cool stuff, but to show that we care. We celebrate 
and we celebrate together. Now this year, we have some constraints but put on us, but we can get through this also. And as a community, we will get through this. This year, if you can't see your family or friends in person, ensure that you speak to them. If you know someone that needs a little hope in their lives, make sure you give it to them. If you personally need a little hope in your life, let someone know. As a community, we are all in this together. And through each other and through our faith, we will continue to see brighter tomorrows. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas and may God bless you all.